0: Bite
1: My Shiny Metal Hi, and welcome to episode 10 of Bite My Shiny Metal podcast. My name is Mackenzie Collins, and I'm here with...
0: Grant Cravens. Hey, Grant. Hi, Mac. I cannot match how cheery you are right now. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) Mac, I'd like to tell you about Futurama today. You don't even want me to break out radio voice. I do. I want to hear what radio voice Max sounds like. It'll come out someday. Don't <laughs> worry.
1: It's this is podcast. I- podcast voice is like level five of ten on the radio voice. Can you do a uh, YouTuber voice? we were just talking about how much I like don't pay attention to like YouTubers. Hey guys. Oh yeah. Uh,
0: PewDiePie here. Oh Jesus Christ, no.
1: Yeah. God, somehow now we're gonna get. This episode will go from twenty listens to eight thousand. It'll be all PewDiePie people that hate us. Good. come to us. Come, come <laughs> to us. None um, of you were born when Futurama was on the air. So,
0: <laughs> God, we're we're uh, you're not even thirty yet, and we're both old
1: men. I know. Oh, uh, we're both just grumpy because we were playing Rocket League last night together and just met the most intolerable asshats that could ever have been met. Well,
0: they had a long day at middle school and they needed to take it out on somebody. Yeah, <laughs> 20, 28 and 30 year old dudes that just want to play Rocket League <laughs> and have fun. Anyway, anywho, Futurama
1: Futurama is a thing. We're going to talk about two episodes. Uh, first off, uh, season two, episode 10. The Lesser of Two Evils, and then um, Season 2, Episode 11, Put Your Head on My Shoulders. In the middle of that sentence, I realized that I didn't grab the episode descriptions. (laughs) Oh, no. But I do have the infosphere open, though. Um,
0: Real quick, I want to talk about the thing that came up. uh, Futurama? No, Netflix cuts off the intros.
1: So you've had this problem and I think this only happens on some clients because this doesn't happen. It's to me. gotta
0: be happening on the PlayStation client then. Yeah.
1: There's a thing that they do that tries to skip intros or something on some clients. Which I don't like. I because do I'm missing
0: either. I'm missing the introductions and the taglines, which are my favorite thing. Right. So um, the
1: title uh the title caption for this one was the show that watches back.
0: Right. And it started with arachnospores of the fatal spray with the funny name, yeah. which is, oh my god! Um, on a side note, that reminds me of an SNL uh, commercial called Spider Whistle. <laughs> it was, I love the old SNL uh-huh. commercials. I don't remember. I don't remember this one though. This one was. It was just. I think it was a Robert Smigel one, and it was the, the all the tagline was was Spider Whistle. Spiders come crawling for Spider Whistle. <laughs> that's a simple one. But it's a really simple good. one. It's so funny uh Anyway, with
1: the the uh, what was the one? There was the super happy people. fun ball. Oh, 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 old, oh, 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 old, old glory involved. robot insurance. Yes,
0: old glory robot Which insurance. Which is hands down one of my favorite things ever. Yeah, <laughs> that was. Uh, I need to watch that later. Yeah, it's hard to find. I think they have it on Hulu or Yahoo of all things.
1: Yeah, the Yahoo screen or whatever. Yeah, the Yahoo soon to be shut down. Like Yahoo answers. Yeah, Yahoo is slowly just
0: falling apart. Yeah, and it's
1: sad. Yeah. Aww. So this episode aired February twentieth, two thousand. Um, it's funny that it, they have to point out that it aired on Fox in the article. Yeah. Do not spill your Diet Dr Pepper all over the. I had
0: a lid on. I would have laughed if
1: <laughs> while you said it that it like sprayed, sprayed all, over all over my you. face. Ah, <laughs> oh, that would have been priceless podcasting. Uh, this <laughs> episode does guest star Bob Barker as himself in a jar. <laughs> And, hey. damn it, Fox, it is the first episode to be aired out of sync.
0: Oh, good uh, old Fox.
1: Good old Fox.
0: They're like, how can we fuck this up as best we can?
1: Yeah. So, in this episode, uh, we meet, for the first time, Benders, I guess you can't say clone. He's just another bending robot. And I guess they're all the same. They're but not
0: he- They're not even brothers, like, because they were born. Oh, that's a, that's a funny joke, because they were born, their ser- serial numbers are very distantly apart.
1: Yeah, but they're a thing. Uh, they're, where is it? I have this down. Bender states that both his and Flexo, is his name by the way, um, Flexo serial numbers are expressible as the sum of two cubes. That's right. For Flexo serial number, oh, I shouldn't try this. Don't. No. no. it's.
0: You can find it on the wiki. Move yeah, on. It's on the,
1: it's on the Infosphere. <laughs> Just a lot of numbers and uh, scientific notation, so I don't want to deal with that. No. Um, yeah there's a miss universe pageant involved here uh we get flexo for the first time uh i know you you're i think a pretty big fan of this episode so why don't you tell me what you think
0: um the reason i'm a fan of this episode is to go to uh oh maybe not i'm looking at my notes oh pastorama
1: yeah so it opens up with that and the pastorama title card is in
0: is in futurama is the
1: futurama title card which is really good i mean i don't know Little
0: meta, little a little meta. It's fun. Um, I and I like this because Futurama likes to play with how we perceive history. And yeah, because they have this like fuzzy view of the past. Right. They they have no idea what happened in the year two thousand, which is amazing.
1: Well The Earth was destroyed. We found out later in the time traveler episode. Right. Like three times in between. <laughs> and like somehow the building that Fry was in was totally right. Totally
0: down. okay. Um, but it, it's funny because when we look at like modern archaeology. The same thing kind of happens, where like recently they were they were trying to figure out how Egyptians move stones from the quarries they quarried the stone from mm-hmm. to pyramids. Yeah, because they're like the size of a semi truck. They're huge. They're, and they're they can't, silly huge. They can't figure out how they
1: did it. Uh, the guy outside of your apartment is cleaning up the dark matter.
0: <laughs> Someone's got to. Yeah, someone has so to clean heavy, up the Though dark.
1: it's really he's a he's a buff gentleman. He's but he's burly. Yeah. Um,
0: but they they looked at all these like hieroglyphs and like wall carvings i don't know what you call them where all these people are pouring some sort of liquid onto mm. the ground and they're like oh this is clearly a ceremonial thing you hear that yeah you, okay. you can go do, answer the if you want okay pause it real quick
1: Grant's being a b- good podcaster and not answering my questions. Hello, I'm until he back. back down. Hi,
0: Grant. Hello. So the <laughs> someone, so someone one was at the door asking me to vote because in Washington we get our ballots in the mail and we vote by mail. Right. Uh, I have not gotten mine yet, but I do plan on voting. So. And that was just a nice old man asking you to vote. Uh huh.
1: Okay. Anyway, I don't. I didn't like it when he was like, "So there's two people inside." <laughs> I also liked when you were like, I'm recording a podcast right now. And you clearly had no idea what that
0: was. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, so uh, I so. want to
1: point out before we go on, the this episode was written by Eric Horstead and directed by Chris Suave. Ding.
0: Oh, yeah. So anyway, the Egyptian thing. So they looked at yeah. me and they said, clearly this is a ceremony. Well, they come to find out what the Egyptians were doing. Was pouring water in front of the blocks that they were pulling, and it turns out that makes it a lot easier to move those blocks. Interesting. So it this is, I like this because this happens a lot, like Mayan ruins, where you'll have the native Mayans who are still there, and people will come through and be like, "Yeah, we're looking for this lost city," <laughs> and people the the natives will be like, "Yeah, it's over there." You should have asked us a while ago, <laughs> and and people will be like, "Well, that's not true. It's a lost city." And then, like, 30 years later, it will go to the spot that the native said and uncover a city there. And the natives are like, yeah, we told you. <laughs> why didn't you listen? Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I like this episode. Is it's the smart, I don't even know if it's on purpose, but the a smart commentary on how we view the past and, like, how wrong we
1: can be yeah. about the past. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. Um, uh, I liked uh, speaking of Pastorama in the first mm-hmm. scene of Pastorama. Uh, they get mugged but fry thinks it's like part of the experience like like when i went met winnie the pooh at disneyland Uh uh-huh uh did
0: winnie the pooh mug you no
1: (laughs) he hugged me it rhymes but it's a hug not a mug um (laughs) so after the guy runs away with fry's wallet bender just says learning is fun
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah this is this is a great episode um I'm writing down what I have here. Uh, I just have one note. Just says ass whiplash. <laughs> yeah, because uh, is that what Flexos No, it's when Bender they, says it mm-hmm. when he gets something. What happens to him? They fry. They think Fry is from the 20th century because he is right, but they think he's from. Oh, it's the, from. He it, thinks he's from there. He works at Pastorama.
1: Right. So no, no. When he says that, it's oh. when they get in the car wreck. Yes. And it, Bender
0: says it, and then they get out, and then Flexos says it. <laughs> <laughs> Which was, like, so perfect. Um, another thing I thought was funny was the parking sign, the ancient and mysterious tablet. Yeah. And it looks like one in Seattle. Right. <laughs>
1: like, it looks exactly like a Seattle parking sign. Uh, I had that down, too. Um, they walk past, just before that, they walk past a movie theater. Yeah. Yeah. And the the movie that's playing is Star Wars 9, Yoda's Bar, mit- bar Mitzvah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: which is funny because we now have Star Wars 9. Star Wars 9 is now actually coming, yeah. which is hilarious. <laughs> I have a bet on the name. <laughs> <laughs> I have a good feeling about this. I have this. a good feeling about this
1: one. Um, oh, yeah. Just after they hit uh, Flexo, there's that scene where they cut to the um the living room of the Planet Express headquarters. And it's like the tense waiting room scene. Uh-huh. And if you look in the background, uh Bender is reading a magazine uh-huh. while everyone's like pacing around nervous. And Bender's reading the magazine and then he turns it sideways. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so Bender's just
1: looking just at a centerfold.
0: Looking at electronical schematics. Yeah. <laughs> electronical?
1: Electronical. Dude. You are an old man. Yeah. There there we go.
0: Back in my day, it was all Nixie tubes and uh I don't know wire. I don't know how computers are made I know, but
1: you're gonna be going door to door telling millennials telling people to people vote. Vote
0: really soon <laughs> yep great hello I also have a note just says take a rage dump Hermes <laughs>
1: I don't remember why do I have that down because I feel like I did
0: he says it twice
1: uh, I didn't uh the turnstile was funny
0: yeah it was Especially Alila like going over it like a, a gymnastics horse. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Tokens only. How does this work? I'll show you. <laughs> Whoop. Oh, it's a turnstile. <laughs> <laughs> you just like, like, oh, you break the law like that. Uh, the narrator in the beginning of Pastorama 2, it all started with Gerald Ford's famous invention, the automo car. <laughs> which I thought was a nice kind of Homer Simpson reference almost. Because uh-huh. that's totally what Homer would say. Yeah. The automocar. He might even call in the episode where he his brother owns the car company. Yeah. And he makes the two dome pod car thing. Uh huh. Um, I think he might even call it an automo car. Maybe it's a direct reference. I I'm can not see sure.
0: That. that would be amazing.
1: Yeah. Let's see. So we've talked a lot about what happens in the first segment.
0: We meet Flexo. We meet Flexo. He's got a goatee, so we know he's the evil twin or
1: is he or is he right Let's not let's not Uh. he had there's a quote in there about prejudice isn't there mhm yeah i mean he's teach you a little word about a pre- uh, little about a little word called prejudice i think was the the thing that flexo said um, <laughs> take fright of the strip Love, it's <laughs> just almost killing
0: <laughs> the way to that robot. That's that's like I think that might be one of my favorite jokes. Is the stripper robot that just looks like a fridge? Yeah, it has a dollar. Uh, it is a bill machine thing. Whatever a, you a bill it. machine. <laughs> bill machines, right? A bill eater. What else do we need to talk about? Um uh, let's oh, see. oh, oh, okay. The bed scene. The in good news everyone <laughs> report to my bedroom for a private exposition. Okay everyone, get in. I have something to show you. <laughs> I think
1: what does Leela say? It's beautiful. Oh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful.
0: <laughs> I think from here on out I think we get good news in the next 4 episodes. And I think I
1: have it on put your head on my shoulder. It's the best opening line of any episode <laughs> in the maybe in the series, but uh-huh. definitely so far. It's a good news, everyone. Uh, so after the so they go to the bed scene, right? And then they're talking about the Miss Universe pageant and everything. And then is there anything between them? And then the scene of the like overnight shifts guarding the jambonium, Adam.
0: I have a note that says Pentium House, and I don't remember why. Neither do I. And just wrote underneath it. Remember the Pentium? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, d- they're still. By the
1: way, that you can still buy Pentiums. You're kidding me. Yeah, yeah. Like sub three hundred dollar laptops have Pentiums and Celeron still. Whoa! And you can go to Fry's and buy a Pentium processor instead of a Core i three or Core i five. Yeah, it's really crazy. I uh, my like world is just dollars.
0: falling apart.
1: Yeah, they're like really cheap. Uh, oh. Yeah, I was blown away that that line still existed. <laughs>
0: um, this is the episode. We don't. I mean, before. Okay, I'm getting ahead of the the Night Watch thing, but. This is the episode where we get Suspicious Fry, the Suspicious Fry yes. meme.
1: Yes. There's actually the root of two memes. <gasps> what was uh, the second one? It's Well, it'll actually be in Bite My Shiny episode 11 when I'm looking at it. That's right. Yeah. Um, there is another one, though.
0: I I wonder if I wrote it down, but please
1: keep going. Uh, Another uh, quote that I wanted to bring up that I forgot about when you brought this scene up, Uh or when I guess I brought it up, the strip club, Fry just goes, I don't like this place. (laughs) It's 120 degrees and there's very little oxygen.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I like, it's, it's still very much like Fry, he doesn't like it, but he's still there. Right. It's still Fry just rolling with things. Yeah.
1: So to speak. So to speak. He gets rolled over, uh huh, in a sexy way. Yeah, Bender shoots from the hip, and I can't remember where this quote was from, but he he says, "Ah, save it for the cross burning, Adolf." <laughs> like, <laughs> whoa, <laughs> Bender! Whoa, this was like, you know, primetime TV on Fox in 2000, Simmertown. I liked the. Uh, <laughs> that's totally. You can totally hear your Doctor Pepper. Sweet, <laughs> it's refreshing. <laughs> uh, when they're questioning Bender uh-huh. when they think he's Flexo. Uh-huh. <laughs> I loved the line, but why were you wearing that scarf and the turtleneck and this fruity number? <laughs> and then Bender goes, it's, it's a little thing called style, look it up sometime, and then puts the scarf on and then does this like sexy pouty
0: <laughs> face with his like hand on his chin. Like, wow. <laughs> on a side note, um, the fact that they keep obscuring bender's identity because mm-hmm. it, spoilers it is bender who steals the uh what we we completely skipped over what they're stealing it's a thing of jumbonium yeah i said it A jumbonium, okay. adam, a jumbonium adam on a
1: dollar store or dime store tiara yeah
0: <laughs> um but it was bender who stole that and they keep obscuring his identity with like him wearing the turtleneck or uh-huh. him holding a map of the ship in yeah. front of him <laughs> and i thought that was really funny it was it was a fun little like it was just it was a fun goofy. little sight gag. yeah.
1: Because yeah. they also doubled him up a couple of times because he had the scarf on. Right. And, and then, then he went and got the map. And then they got suspicious of the map and finally got the map out of his hands and he had the turtleneck on. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, come on. And you're just waiting for the, uh, the beard, the beard, the yeah, the- to the show. And I... I couldn't remember if it was this episode or or Flexo's other appearance where we find out that the beard was magnetic.
0: It's uh, Flexo's other episode. Yeah, it's yeah. the
1: second one where they find out that he can take the beard to haunt. With angling. Uh Yes, that's right. That wasn't this episode. Yeah. I think I said that in our last episode that it was going to be the Angeline one. and It's not. <laughs> um, I just
0: found a joke where when, when Flexo and, and Bender are like wrestling and fighting with each other and Leela says I don't know which one to shoot and Fry says shoot flexo. I was literally just about to bring that. He goes shoot flexo, shoot flexo and she just glares
1: at him uh-huh. like he's the dumbest person ever. He's amazing. <laughs> it's
0: amazing how dumb he is. Yeah. But they like they they set up those jokes so well and I think that's why I like Cuz you this expect show.
1: the normal with the doppelganger shoot the doppelganger right. joke. You expect the normal construction of that joke and they didn't do it. No. It was perfect. Um What else do we need to add about this episode? Bob Barker's a dick. Yep. Um, First time Zap Brannigan appears without Kiff. Whoa. Um, Because he's the judge in Miss Universe. He's
0: without his better half. Yeah. The song
1: that he sings at the end is really funny. (laughs) There. It is Miss Universe.
0: (laughs) Uh, I appreciate that Miss Vega 4 is a giant amoeba. Yeah. Which I think that's one of their favorite aliens that they go to. Because you see that, that... kind of design a lot the giant amoeba oh
1: yeah yeah you do see that a lot don't you uh yeah you brought this up the stills of fry when he is suspicious of why bender was wearing clothing is the I see what you did there meme
0: Uh uh-huh which
1: the wiki went on to define which quote conveys a condescending or patronizing tone as a response to a banal joke banal 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 banal
0: it's been all. <laughs> Your eye twitched. It was amazing.
1: <laughs> did you, never mind. <laughs> uh, did you notice Miss Heaven in Miss Universe? Miss I mean? Heaven? No, I didn't. Yeah, it was a floating ball of uh, like energy. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. That's really funny. Miss Amazonia. Miss Unnamed Planet. Mm-hmm. Uh Florp, Calculon, and Zap Brannigan were the uh, judges. I know you had a you had something you wanted to bring up about this episode.
0: Yeah, I was actually wondering. I was thinking about it. Like, they play with the whole trope of like who, what is an evil twin? Because Flexo is definitely positioned as the evil twin. And thing is, like, Flexo isn't really that evil. No. In fact, Bender is really the evil twin in this situation. Yeah, Bender or Flexo is just
1: goddamn annoying. Yeah. He's the, annoying, but the trope the Nah I'm just kidding. Yeah. You guys are right. I hate that joke so much. <laughs> and he does it like eleven times. He in does this it all.
0: But I got to thinking, like, what would my evil twin be like? And what would your evil twin well, be like? Well, so
1: your evil twin would be the evil one. Oh yeah, definitely. I don't know if mine would be.
0: Um I would say less lethargic for you. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, shut the fuck up. Seriously. Dick. Uh, some probably <laughs> some sort of sports guy for you. Well, I mean,
1: but, but I like but I like sports. I'm just saying, like I might be the evil one. Ooh, I
0: could see a jogger. Oh, a jogger that wears life is good shirts. Oh god, yeah, just the and, worst person. And that has I'm not. and has opinions about taxes.
1: No, that it has opinions on uh, Soylent?
0: Oh no, <laughs> oh no, and disruption. Lots of things disrupting things. Oh god. Going to talk about how Uber is going to change the world forever. <laughs> Self-driving cars in the future, probably starting a startup for disrupting something that's really uh, to use a word we've already used banal. <laughs> uh, yeah, my evil twin would just be straight up evil.
1: Yeah, <laughs> be really, really uh, what's non-artistic. Yeah, just be a caveman.
0: <laughs> just. I think that would do a disservice to cavemen. Yeah, there'd be, it'd be Grant and Grog. <laughs> Grog. <laughs> I don't like to talk about Grog. He's in Florida right now. That's
1: where he belongs.
0: That's where he belongs. That's where all evil twins so, are. Sorry, people in Florida. I'm sure you're very nice. Mac is shaking his head no. <laughs> we had George W. Bush because of you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so there. So there. So there um vancouver still looking at you <laughs> did you have anything else to bring up about the lesser of two evils
0: i don't think so i i enjoy flexo on a very like abstract concept that you have the evil twin who's not evil mm-hmm. uh, my
1: fry learns like a little lesson there he yeah. has like an existential crisis yeah uh
0: my computer I, I i brought this up in previous episodes but i've named most of my electronics after futurama characters and flexo is my gaming computer
1: wait that makes total sense Uh uh-huh especially
0: since my main computer is a mac and its name is Calculon
1: (laughs) do you do you name a device bender
0: i i think i used to have a bender i think it was a cell phone Mm. i haven't had a bender in a while my current phone is kiff and my ipad is hermes Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think if I have anything else.
1: Hermes is still getting used very, very sparingly Yeah. at this point in the run. Which yeah. Is, we're which is halfway through season two.
0: Hermes is one of my favorite characters. We're
1: basically, we're half, well, we're almost halfway through the original run. Right.
0: Which is crazy yeah. to think about.
1: Yeah. That we only, they only took us 10 episodes to get there. means that original run was too short. Yeah. We haven't. That first, that first season, I mean, at this point in the podcast, we were already done you right know, like we were at this point in season one we were already done with season one right or we trying to figure out where season one actually <laughs> ended
0: uh, well, i'm just realizing we haven't seen much of scruffy i think we've seen him once and he wasn't scruffy he wasn't
1: so i looked that up because in i think it's in raging bender so next episode uh-huh next podcast episode um they have sal the guy that you think is kind well he's the Oh no, I got confused. Uh huh. Yeah, I got totally confused. Because Sal's the uh he's the one that adds S's to words. Yeah. He's like kind of like New York y Jersey guy. Yeah, he's a New
0: York construction worker.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. So he's in one. He's in the next episode, yeah. Yeah, and um Hattie shows we, up a lot. Hattie shows up in a couple
0: of episodes.
1: Yeah, it's one of the it's definitely in at least one of the next two. But yeah, um, Scruffy didn't say anything in the other one. He right. was just in the background. So we have to keep watching out for that. Scruffy's
0: fantastic.
1: Uh, we don't... We're, f- we're like looking super far out, but I did see what the next episode was. Uh-huh. Episode 14, um, which we'll talk about at this rate next year. Yeah. <laughs> um, In 2018. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is this, the freaking clone episode. And I think I might have brought this up last time. Oh, you even, hate this episode. I hate that character so much.
0: Was anyway. his name Pubert? Hubert. Hubert, not yeah. Pubert. Pubert's a Hubert's a much better name. Pubert is from um uh Adam's Family Values. He's the baby. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Huh.
1: <laughs> Interesting. All right. Um well okay. So let's move on to episode eleven of let's season move on. two. Um this one we this is a Ken Keeler written by Okay. Directed by Chris Loudon. Um it's called Put Your Head on My Shoulders, which is very accurate. Yes. Um the title, of course, references a Paul Anka song, "Put Your Head on My Shoulder." The opening cartoon was "Chicken Double Chick," which I know I don't read those a lot, but it's there's no title listed here oh, on the wiki, weird. so um, I didn't even catch that earlier. <laughs> Let me go to the actual wiki and just make sure.
0: It's the episode that shall not be named. It, I mean, it is "Put Your Head on My Shoulder."
1: Oh, I copied. Yeah, no, the caption is sorry. Oh. Is what I was is what <laughs> I talked about. It's not. It's not based on the novel by James Fenimore Cooper. (laughs) (laughs) So this this aired the 13th of February. Oh, that's why they did that. They aired it out of order to get it on Valentine's Day. Oh, that makes sense. To get it the day before Valentine's Day. Okay. The one we just talked about was the 20th of February, and it said that was the first one to go out of order. So
0: this isn't a Firefly situation where they're just fucking with
1: the schedule because... For Yeah, no. They literally had the Valentine's Day episode air one day before Valentine's Day. They actually thought about the consequences. Wow. Yeah.
0: What happened, Fox? You dropped the ball on that one, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, you
1: didn't screw something up for once. Well done. Yeah. So this episode begins by Amy uh, going to buy a new car. And the car has just such a great name. The Ford Thunder Falconbird. Yeah, you didn't say it fast enough. No, though. I couldn't. Thunder Cougar Falconbird.
0: And being sold to her by Victor. Victor. I like, um, I like. I appreciate malfunctioning Eddie, and I think we see him again.
1: Yeah, he comes up a couple times. I feel like he's on the island of misfit robots or something. He might be. Oh. Get right on that, Mike. Get right up in there, uh, Victor's quote right at the right at the start of the episode. Hello, I am Victor, and I know many things about the art of unloading fine cars on beautiful women.
0: <laughs> um, I this this whole scene I actually really enjoy because Amy is clueless. Yeah, she's so bad at
1: this. She's so bad at it. She's uh, she's trying to bargain up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I thought it was an auction. and i like when victor is showing her the car and sitting in the front seat next to her and he's like i'm just so sad
1: (laughs) oh the eagles right yes i we actually i need to open the transcript for that because i didn't write that quote down and i love it
0: it's so good uh but the way he the way his eyebrows go down because he's so sad and then she's like but i'm rich yeah my parents, are, my parents are buying this in their rich. And one, one eyebrow, eyebrow goes <laughs> up. Like, up a lot. And then he p- forces it back down <laughs> with his hand. <laughs> so
1: he goes, The luxurious seats are stuffed with eagle down and the dashboard inlaid with the beaks of a thousand eagles. Also, there are some eagles under the floorboards. Amy, that's an awful lot of eagle. <laughs> yes, and yet... What's wrong? It's just the luxury edition has so much more eagle. It saddens me to think of you missing out. Oh, don't be sad. My parents are paying and they're incredibly rich.
0: <laughs> just so good. It's so funny because it's just beautiful. Like, it's beautiful animation work. where uh-huh. It's just showing without telling. Yes. Yeah. So um, oh, man. The background work when... She agrees to pay like twenty thousand dollars more for the car. <laughs> and
1: Eddie Eddie just explodes. Well Eddie,
0: Eddie and, and Victor or Victor runs back into the office and then Eddie like looks really excited and then they grab hands and jump up and down <laughs> with each other. Oops. I got excited too. Yeah. I um, got excited and hit the mic stand. They grant they grab hands and jump up and down with each other, and then he comes back out. And I think she increases the price even more and malfunctioning Eddie explodes. Yeah. Is a wonderful gag. Yep. Yeah, they,
1: they, uh, they nail they nail visual gags better than The Simpsons, I think. I think so. Uh in that way, like in a very punchline y way. Yeah. Uh the really good. Zoidberg in this episode is the most pitiful we've seen him so far. <laughs> when he's driving the car. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> he's just Oh. Uh, Zoidberg wins the big race! <laughs> Yay! I actually have—I actually have a uh, a note there that says, "I love Zoidberg so much." <laughs> Someone needs to. Yeah, <laughs> um, this is—I I love that she's like, "I'm just gonna go driving on Mercury." Like that's a thing that you can do in yeah. this universe. Did you see the so the gas station sign? Did uh, you read it? H- HG's fuel.
1: Yeah, the last stop until you circle the planet and come back here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: And they and it's funny because when they run out of fuel, they get exactly opposite on on the opposite side of the planet as HG's fuel. Oh, do they? Yeah, because <laughs> if you look at the signs, it's like this many miles of oh, HG's yeah. fuel, and pointing the other way is exactly the same amount of miles. <laughs> That's awesome.
1: With right before they go, before I goes, yeah, I'll come. Okay, what's the weather like? The usual boiling lead, oceans of lava. So what? Shorts. Shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Um,
0: uh, let's see I think I'm getting ahead of myself by I have stupid anti-pimping laws <laughs> yep which is one of my favorite Futurama quotes it's, shut up baby I know it shut up baby
1: I know it so that's the other uh, that's the gif
0: that's another meme
1: that's yeah but that's no it is from this episode you're right yeah shut up baby I know it I've sent to you before I'm sure you have yeah of that of him like strutting out of the court
0: here's a funny part I, is, I
1: think I've accidentally attributed it attributed the gift, though, to the quote, I'm going to make my own party with right. hookers and blow. I've done that Black before. Blackjack and Black hookers? Blackjack and hookers. You're see? so bad at and this. And I do it every
0: time. <laughs> I was saying, what's funny is my friends and I would watch Futurama when it was on Fox and then um, uh, Adult Swim in college. Mm-hmm. And Shut Up, Baby, I Know It became something I said a lot, <laughs> like 12 years ago.
1: <laughs> shut up, baby, I know it. Uh I think you were still saying it
0: sparingly when I met you. Oh yeah. Yeah. For because sure. uh that quote stuck with me. And to <laughs> this day it sticks with me. Totally. It's one of my favorites. Uh <laughs> I wrote Fry's a dummy and I don't know why, but I, I wrote Fry th- Sucks. Oh, and it's it's probably for the same reason. Right. And it's because he was just saying stupid shit to Amy. Yeah or
1: Leela. Everything was well, yeah, that's probably or both. everything was going great, then all of a sudden she's talking about hanging out. Hanging out? She's getting way too serious. I'm not a one-woman man, Leela. You'll be back to zero soon enough. <laughs> you don't get it. She's smothering me. Amy walks past. Hi.
0: You see? You see? Now she's smothering me at work. Yeah. See, that's uh, that's absolutely right. why I wrote Fry's a Dummy. Fry's a Dummy.
1: Mm-hmm. I still... Farnsworth, I still don't understand why you wouldn't let me grab a laser cannon onto your chest <laughs> to crush those who disobey you. But I guess we're just two different people. <laughs> um go 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 for it
0: uh, i was enjoying the when they drove to europa after fry fry's considering dumping amy on europa like not physically but in in the car uh, <laughs> yeah dumping amy in Euro on europa uh, which is when i almost said bender wow this is bad <laughs> For those
1: listening, we're not recording this at night. No, like we it's, normally do. It's, it's three o'clock on a Saturday. It's daytime out. Anyway, there's a scary orb in the sky that Seattle hasn't seen in a few weeks. It's the day ball. The day ball.
0: But that's when they take Zoidberg with them, and yeah, yeah. Uh, to set up the the uh, centerpiece of this plot. And they pass on their way to Europa. They pass the monolith from 2001 and 2010, just hanging out. With an out of order sign on it.
1: I was going to ask you if that was that. That's, that's, yeah, I thought that was it. 2001,
0: but more so 2010, mm-hmm. when they turn the monoliths, turned Jupiter into a star called Lucifer. Oh my God, really? Yeah. So
1: 2001, I I, I still need to see that movie. And that's for another podcast that I don't do that, often.
0: Yeah, that's a long... It's a Okay, it's a movie from 1968, yeah. so you have to take pacing into account yeah, for Yeah, it's that. very
1: slow. It's very yeah. slow, but... It's really good. Yeah. But didn't they... Is t- so 2010 is just like a disaster, right? It's like not a good movie. It's all right. Okay. It's not terrible, but... But it's not the first one. Basically, they is go... Is it
0: Kubrick? No. No, no, the no. The first one is. The first one yeah. is. But basically, the plot is they go out to find what happened to Frank Borman, the, the guy who basically lives at the end of 2001 mm-hmm. the one guy and they find spoilers they all, all they have is a recording of him off. saying my god it's full of stars <laughs> and that's the monolith he goes into the monolith Got and it. then uh shit's going bad <laughs> i don't like i, I read all of it. those i I went on arthur c Clarke kick in middle school so i read a bunch of arthur c Clarke books that explains a lot does it <laughs> does it though Am I am I a person that says, yeah, he's into hard sci-fi? Yeah. <laughs> look, at, look at him.
1: Look at him in his nineteen whatever sci-fi.
0: <laughs> nineteen old times. Nineteen old times. He's into twentieth century science fiction. <laughs> Mac, it's only twenty sixteen. Twentieth century science fiction. Uh, I really liked
1: um when Fry asked Amy for some privacy, she pokes her fingers into her ears and starts <laughs> singing, singing in Chinese singing in Chinese and then it cuts to the
0: next scene and she's angrily singing in Chinese <laughs> do we do we go over the synopsis of this episode
1: no <laughs> I don't think so
0: let's rewind this yeah hi Mac hi
1: um okay so put your head on my shoulders is the 20th episode of Futurama the 17th of the second production season and the 10th I need to not read this part in the 10th of the second broadcast season They're also confused, as you can tell. Yes. Um, After a a romantic picnic trip between Amy and Fry and Dr. Zoidberg, (laughs) ends in tragedy. Fry's head is attached to Amy's shoulder um, right as he wants to break up with her. They break up, and then she finds a DB to go on a date with Uh on Valentine's Day. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, we did a bad job of that, didn't we? We did terrible. Yep. Uh, Did you see who was on the $500 bill?
0: As Al Gore, yeah. Talk to my friend Al Gore. Talk to my friend. So yeah, and Al the Gore. the B story is Bender sets up a computer dating service.
1: Yeah, and I don't know if Bender matched Zap with this person or if Zap just had a Valentine's date. But did you see Zap's Valentine's date?
0: I I did, but I don't remember. uh
1: to the very end. She's getting up and walking out of Elzar's because the bus driver.
0: Yeah, it's Petunia. Um, What's her name? Mm-hmm.
1: She has a beard. Oh, oh, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Zapp was on a date with a bearded lady. I think <laughs> he, I think he was completely unaware that
0: because oh, he says you forgot to show me your surprise. Right. I think that was just a God. This is this is where Futurama gets bad because these jokes don't. Hold they don't. Fly. Up. Yeah, those ones don't fly. I mean, well obviously, obviously, the lady he was dating was trans, and right. so um, I thought it was Petunia, the the loud lady that Fry was dating. Who oh, had, yeah. Who had to go to Nutley, which Nutley is a real place in New Jersey. Oh, is it? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, but... It, Nutley is still Nutley. It's not like new, new Nutley. No, it's just Nutley. Cause, <laughs> it survived.
0: Because, again, Futurama hates New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> All right, who's going to Nutley? Anyway. <laughs> Anywho. Anywho. Uh, two tickets to the big ape fight is a note I have. <laughs> Which I think we're going to talk about next episode, but I love, I love, I love uh, Futurama Sports. Oh, yeah. Uh, like Blurn's Ball. Blurn's and Ball's great. The ape fight. Um, I love in Blurn's Ball when someone gets the multi-ball and someone else rides a giant tarantula out onto the field. <laughs> and
1: someone isn't someone driving a scooter
0: yeah, around the bases? Someone's doing a hover scooter around the bases <laughs> while they explode. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I love the
1: Hover Scooter reminds me of Scooty Puff Junior too, <laughs> which is going to be a great episode. I love that episode. Is, it, so is much. that another sad one? It's kind of kind of, it's kind of sad because we were trying to figure out the other day what when we were going to get surprised. When we were going to need to really just get the facial tissue out. Yeah, when when we were going to get the drama bomb. Um, yeah, it's Side that's note, just someone sad. One. got someone got pulled out uh over right outside of oh, its yeah? window on the freeway, yeah.
0: Dude, one time we were sitting in here, Sarah and I were sitting in here and the uh we heard a giant crash outside Whoa. and we look out and there's a truck over on the northbound like on the on this the right side of the road mm-hmm. like hit like facing a wall Whoa. and it looks like they went off the highway and then up and hit the wall Ooh. yeah and like six people stopped which was very nice yeah but yeah someone got pulled over not
1: nah. yeah i mean i can see the outside world and i normally can't when i record which is weird here.
0: yeah anyway Dayball. table, table <laughs> Uh, I like, okay, so getting back to the plot, mm-hmm. I like how Leela saves the day. Yes. Because there is actually some heart in this episode.
1: Yeah, and it comes from Lily, even after Fry has been a dick the whole time.
0: Because fr- Leela is, uh, she is uh, lawful good. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. She's She is ultimately there, she's loyal, and she's there to protect her her people. I wasn't even going to say her friends. Yeah. And, and Fry is definitely one of her people. Definitely, and I like that the way she saved the day, which was basically stopping Fry from having to uh, go home with Amy while she has her. sex with this
1: guy. Yeah, be strapped to Amy's shoulder while she has sex with a guy.
0: Uh, would was finding out the guy was what a like tax accountant or something in yeah,
1: the uh, banking
0: industry advisor or something yeah he, he talks he he dealt with regulations yeah
1: and she was just like oh that must be really simple and, and he's <laughs> like oh no
0: it's not yeah <laughs> but you don't want to hear about that oh but i do yeah oh that was good that was that was good and it's, and, and again it's part of the, the hardest part of why i like to show a lot mm-hmm. um and leela being leela
1: yeah she does take a she takes the she falls on the grenade <laughs>
0: for her friend that sucks. That sucks. <laughs> so there's the moral of this story. The moral of this story is fall on the grenade for your friend who sucks. Yeah. Or
1: suck and someone will always dig you out of your, st- <laughs> <laughs> your stupid thing where you got your head sewn on. Would you want to be sewn onto my shoulder? No. I
0: feel I feel like uh, I would be stoned way more than I wanted to be.
1: <laughs> yes. Accurate. 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 Uh, um, You would... It would be hard to play Rocket League if, because we play Rocket League together and it goes fairly well, but I don't think we could play Rocket League with two one players controller. one controller. Yeah. No, that would be bad. Um, if, okay, so would you want to be the joystick side or the button side?
0: Oh, there's a lot of pressure on the joystick side.
1: Yeah, but so that's brake, yeah, and joystick basically, and then rumble, fire the fire fire, fire the thing. missiles. Yeah, uh, or or do you want to have to flip, boost, change the camera? uh gas no i'll let you do that <laughs> okay <laughs> all right Well, that's all right all there's right. our there's our fluff piece for this episode
0: <laughs> there's our topic we we devoted 45 seconds to that good enough <laughs> pretty good pretty
1: good i'm stretching like
0: it's like you're tired like you're a tired boy i'm a tired boy it's saturday i like sometimes i'm still in bed right now i slept all the way to nine o'clock this morning wow i know I, m- I must have actually like legitimately needed sleep last night Yeah
1: My work alarm goes off on the weekdays at 8.45
0: 8.45, <laughs> Mac, I get up at 5 Yeah, yeah I get to
1: work like 9.30 usually
0: I, I have so. to commute downtown I don't. I mean I could show up at like 9.30 But I also don't want to stay till What would the math on that be? 6.30? Yeah I don't want to do that yeah. So. Yeah, You
1: don't want to be in Belltown after like 4 Yeah <laughs> That's no good That's no bueno That hasn't gotten gentrified enough yet well, <laughs> Seattle politics. Yes. Oh yes, on prop one, we want to train. Yes. Uh, do we have anything else related to Futurama that we want to talk about?
0: Nutley. <laughs> no, I got nothing.
1: Okay. All right. I guess that does it for episode ten. 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 A decade of podcasts. Two. The big
0: two zero. The big two zero. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We were bad at stuff before, <laughs> before air. All right. We'll see you next time for season two, episode 12, Raging Bender, and season two, episode 13, A Bicyclops Built for Two. I'm Matt Collins. I'm Grant Cravens. Bite our shiny metal podcast. All
0: right, show's over. I'm tired.